Welcome to The Raise Podcast. I'm Carol Barwick. We're here to raise your confidence and inspire your creativity. Each episode, we will have a different guest who will be discussing our Raise Word. The Raise Word is a word that will encourage you or empower you and at times inspire you to explore the word a little more for yourself. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to The Raise Podcast. I'm Carol Barwick. We have had some fantastic um, speakers and raise words for this second season. We've looked at the word hope and we've looked at the word uh, harmony. Um, And today we're going to look at the word acceptance. And we've got a very wonderful person with us today, Emma Major. Good morning, Emma. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Hi, Carol. Good to be here. Thank you. As I said um, just a minute ago, it's lovely to meet you because I think we've really been in each other's lives quite a lot over the last even just six months or so, Emma, and yet we've never met. Exactly. Lots and lots of uh, chatting online, but no actual physical chatting. (laughs) Yeah. So this is a real treat. Um, And I know that we've got lots to talk about um, regarding acceptance. Before we kind of dive into all the amazing things that you do, Emma, what does the word acceptance mean to you? So, so many things. But at the moment, it means accepting yourself. And I'll turn that around. It means accepting myself. Yeah. And the situation I'm in and when I need help accepting it. And just being able to live knowing that I am who I'm meant to be. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You seem to say that with a question mark. And yet it's so important, isn't it? it's really important and I say it to other people all the time but it's very hard to accept it myself yes yeah absolutely um, I think it's the biggest battle that I have with myself really is to love myself and accept myself as much as I love and accept anyone else yeah yeah I hear you I think what I love about what you said Emma is at the moment because actually acceptance comes in moments doesn't it and there will be moments where we accept things and then there will be moments where we think I just can't can't do it but actually if you can accept yourself at the moment then um that's a good place to start do you think very and I think it's a cycle a constant journey through a cycle of oh I can't do this I'm really frustrated having a rant (laughs) yeah and then okay breathe no this is okay I can accept this a bit of stability and then I can do the journey again (laughs) yes absolutely now what I absolutely love about you is that you do that journey in a very visual way um, which is interesting in itself as uh, you have visual impairment so we'll go for the visual bits first of all and all the creative bits and then if you can take us through a bit of what the visual impairment kind of means for you is that okay that's fine so what I love is that when you talk about this journey of accepting and then not accepting and being okay and then having a rant and all that you also have a paint or a draw or a poem and I love that I love that not even daily, Emma, sometimes hourly, 
we see those people that follow you, and I'm hoping that this will really increase from those people listening today, those people that follow you, watch your journey unfold creatively. And it is wonderful, absolutely wonderful. Why, why, why do you do that? Why do you choose to do it in that way? Oh, I, I can't imagine not doing it. Yeah. So I, the first poem I remember writing was when I was about 10, when the Chernobyl accident happened. Okay. And I don't think, there's definitely not been a week where I haven't written a poem ever since then. So that's 30 dot, dot, dot years. <laughs> yeah. Um, only, I only say that because I can't remember how old I am. Useless. Right. No, <laughs> I, I think the older you get, the less you can remember how old exactly. you are. Definitely. <laughs> so I've always written and it's been my way of coping with my emotions basically with the world I'm I'm an empath I feel things deeply and I write to process it to be able to accept things to be able to um, come to terms with them to be able to figure out what they mean to me and how I want to respond to them yeah and then (laughs) I never I mean I was thrown out of art class at um, first year of secondary school because I can't paint a flower to be a flower Right. And then when I lost my sight, almost all my sight, seven years ago, I decided to do crazy things and I took up art. I mean, it's obvious, isn't it? You lose your sight, you take up art. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when I caught COVID and didn't have the energy to do that anymore, I took up digital art and it's become everything to me. Yeah. So I pray and paint first thing in the morning. I paint if I'm feeling stressed I paint if I'm happy I mean it literally is probably eight hours a day of visually creating and it I've found that helps me find the words for the poems when I can't find the words and vice versa does that make sense absolutely so you're actually yeah you it's like you you paint things into being don't you uh, uh, in um, on season one, episode nineteen, I spoke to a lady called Judy Wilkinson, who is also she's a, a, very much a writer, and I talked about how she creates hope um, in her words, and it's like you create even just before that you create the words to then bring the hope, but through the painting, which is a an extraordinary um, way of exploring, you know, a process and a feeling and things like that. Um, how do you think your creativity helps you in kind of accepting where you're at or, or who you are? When I'm painting, more than when I'm writing, when I'm painting, I go into a flow state. Yeah. I think as a creative, you know what that means, but shall I yeah. explain it a little bit? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> so it means everything else vanishes from my life. All I think about is the colours and the patterns. It's completely absorbing. So all the stress and anxiety goes away. All my judgment of myself goes away. And I'm in this place of acceptance and joy. Even if I'm trying to process really quite hard emotions, I feel lifted by it. Yeah. It's very hard to explain. And I recommend anyone gets messy with paint and has a go. Because it's not about the outcome, it's about the process. Yes. Accepting that it might look rubbish at the end, it doesn't matter. Yes. But that it's hugely joyful to do it. 
yeah, I think that um, that acceptance around it might not look like you think it should even want it to is quite a big one, isn't it? I remember um, if I can find it, I'll pop it on the show notes. There's a poem and it's basically about this is this is what I tried to draw and this is what I drew <laughs> and it's got pictures. So it was saying I, I wanted to draw a fabulous tiger I think it was and this is what I tried to draw and it's got a beautiful picture of this tiger and all the stripes and then this is what I drew and it's like a little cat with a tail (laughs) and then I think that acceptance around what you think it should be versus what it is is a a discussion in itself isn't it and being blind losing my sight yeah means I can't judge myself yeah as I create yeah so it's been a huge blessing because all of that self-judgment has just vanished yeah so next time you decide to try and create and you're worried squint your eyes put on your dark glasses and go in a dark room (laughs) there we go right we'll we'll throw that challenge out there later on definitely and and it would be interesting to have some results from it as well I think everyone might have to put a, a post up in the community group um, and say right let's see let's see the uh, fruits of your labor then from yeah. putting dark glasses on and being in a dark room what what a fantastic idea <laughs> um how does that match with then comments that people make because you are so good in then sharing it which is such a blessing to other people but how does that then feel when things are commented on oh I'm very lucky that I haven't had many negative comments. Yeah. Um, apart from, I know people are like, it's too much. I can't follow you anymore. It's like, well, that's fine. You don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know most people comment because they want to help. And so I try and read negative or constructive comments, as they might say, yeah. in that light. Yeah. The positive comments. And can I just say, you are the number one positive commenter. Oh, I love what, what you do. Okay, carry on. And then I'll circle back to that in a minute. It's such a huge encouragement because I only share to encourage other people to try and be creative. Yeah. Because I know what a blessing it's been to me. I know when I encourage other people to try it. It helps them with their mental health. It gives them joy. Yeah. So it's all about saying, have a go. Just see what it's like. Here's something that really hasn't worked like I thought it would. Yeah. And here's something else that has and has completely shocked me. Um, and I love putting on, I mean, you know, I will say, what does this say to you? Yeah. Because I'm fascinated in what people with sight see. Yes. Compared to what I think I've seen. Yes. Or what I have seen. <laughs> Yeah. And that's what I wanted to circle back on, really, because um, I love the way you say I'm putting this out here. But what what do you see? And I think that's incredibly generous because as an artist, there's so much of a no, no, no. You don't touch this now. This is perfect as it is. you know. Um, and to say, what do you see is so generous and so inviting. And it means that people um, are then you know introduced into this world and accepted into um you know your art and that's what I I love the most I think and it helps me and my emotions because then I look at it and I think well what does it mean to me and then when you get the different layers of people saying I think it's this and I think it's this you get a further kind of exploration of oh wow I, I didn't see that how did they see that 
Yes. And for me, I've always felt the art world can be very exclusive because you're told what is being said by somebody who might have died 500 years ago. Yeah. And yet, actually, as an artist, I still find it hard to use that word, but as an artist, I am creating something, but I have no power over what anyone else sees or how that communicates. And I'm just fascinated by that because we all see differently we all live different lives perceive things differently yeah i i'm fascinated in the in the way art communicates and that's true for poetry as well yeah we can write it feeling one way but how it's read how it's received can change that meaning for someone yeah i think that's interesting in in terms of acceptance um because it's you accepting that uh, it may look to other people completely different to what you um, what you thought. And I th- again, as I said, I think that's a very generous standpoint. It's an interesting one in terms of poetry, because I think I'm quite, once I've written a poem, I expect people to read it in the same way that I do. Um, and so that's a journey that I need to go on, really. Um, I think I'm generous in that I share it, but I always feel like people are going to read it the same way I've written it and it's coming to terms with the fact and accepting the fact that maybe they don't (laughs) or accepting the fact that your poetry has got a life of its own yes and will have many different ways of communicating to people if you know someone that would value listening to the podcast episodes then please do share the Raise podcast with them. We also have a lovely community over on Facebook, Raise, Raising Confidence, Inspiring Creativity, where we look at the Raise word in greater detail and explore it as a group. We hope to see you there. Back to the episode. So Emma, we were just talking about poems and um, about how... uh, you are probably more accepting than I am of of people putting their own spin on your poems. Would you um, be kind enough to share one of your poems with us now? Very happy to. Is there one particularly you'd like me to share? Shall I share the one I wrote yesterday? Oh yes, please, yeah. So this is called Listen to Your Creative Self. I feel creative all the time, wherever I am, awake and in my dreams. Creativity heightens in nature as birdsong fills my ears and scents drift by my nose. As the light changes, my sight changes. I get even more creative. Music of every sort triggers memories, tempts me creatively. Sometimes I get messy, letting my body free beyond what I see. And then fatigue hits, so I paint digitally finding new creativity. I am creative. It's part of me and you. Try and you'll see. Wonderful. I love it as as the light, what did you say? As the light changes. As the light changes, my sight changes. Oh, oh, there's a podcast in there just on its own. (laughs) Fantastic. Um, I, I love that. Yeah, I think that's that's great. And it, and it's true. And I think people battle with the fact that they can all be creative because of the acceptance. 
because so many people think, well, I can't draw because I can't make it look like that. And you said at the beginning of the episode, you got kicked out of art class because your flower didn't look like what a flower was meant to. And uh, in an art class, that's pretty unacceptable, I think. (laughs) But there you go. That's that's my creative hobby horse. Um, But um, yeah, I think creativity is such an important way of expressing things and if people could just come to terms with the fact that it's the process rather than the product that's the kind of important bit um I think the world would be a a happier more flowing place and also that creativity doesn't have to be art or poetry it can be cooking and gardening it can be reading a book to your child in a with loads of different voices yes it, it can be drama or the way we dress ourselves we are create what makes us human is creativity absolutely what a great way of seeing it and again it, it's um accepting that and kind of saying right okay I, uh what was the line you said right at the end i am creative or creativity is me <laughs> i said i am creative it's part of me it's part of you yeah yeah wonderful um so I think at this stage, just to say to um, people listening, what what is your creativity and how are you going to use it to um, help you to accept yourself? And if you do fancy the challenge of putting on some dark glasses and going into a dark room and doing <laughs> some painting, we would love to see the results. I I'd think absolutely it would be. love to see the results. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and if you do that in the community group, I'll make sure that um, Emma's got access to it as well. And it might even be that we can do something around that at a later date. So be amazing. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, what I love about all that you do is, I mean, I've already said that you're so generous in sharing it, but you then also go a step further with the fundraising that you do. Tell us a little bit about that, because that's so important. It's always been important to me um, since I was at school, really. I've always taken on fundraising challenges and I feel very, I'm a blind wheelchair user with long COVID, but I feel very blessed. Wow. And my life has slowed down. I've gone from, I was an engineer, then I did children's work and now I spend most of my time laid down, but I'm able to write and create and share it. And so I want to pass those blessings on to charities, which mean a lot to me. So mental health, long COVID, um, I'm really passionate about the environment. And most recently, I've created this book of poetry, prose and art and photographs by refugees and friends of refugees, raising money for refugee charities. And it's been such an honour to be entrusted with people's art, poetry, photos and bring this book together. So it's, is that other people, uh, is, it, is it refugees that you've worked with that have created this art? And, yes. and uh, So you're curating yeah. it. Oh, so refugees in camps around the world wow. um, have taken photos, sent them to me, written poems and entrusted me to create this book along with people around the world who aren't refugees but support refugees. And That's so far incredible. we've raised 400 pounds in a month. Wow. And these books, they were, I, my 
my hope is that they will change pre people's preconceptions of refugees. Yeah. Um, I think it's really important that the other meaning of the word accept that we accept refugees into yeah. our country yeah. and allow them to bring their gifts and talents to our lives as well as we can um, love them and accept them. Yeah. And I'm through this book, I'm helping these, well, I feel, I hope I'm helping these refugees accept their talents because they are people like you and me who've had to flee their homes. Yeah. Artists and teachers and creatives. Oh, sorry, I could I could babble on for ages. It's been an amazing privilege for this to create this book. Yeah, that's it's so important. Um, and I'm just looking up the old Google because I looked at the word acceptance and um, there's two meanings of it. Um, and I'm sure there are there are many others. But one is the action of consenting to receive or undertake something offered. Yep. But the other is the process or fact of being received as adequate, valid or suitable. Absolutely. Now, I don't know about you, Emma. I found adequate, valid, suitable. Um, not the most inspiring of words, <laughs> but but I think valid. I think valid is a really important one. And I think when it comes to these minority groups, um, such as refugees and other minority groups, the feeling of being valued and seen as what you are and accepted into society and not just accepted, but um becoming something that other people need exactly it's embraced embraced wonderful yeah it's and I think that's become more important as I've become in, become disabled yeah because you know I'm a white middle class woman but I'm a, a white middle class woman with quite severe disabilities you become very marginalized yes and so I fight for acceptance and integration and it's made me more passionate about other cultures and people who aren't integrated and given the opportunities. Yeah, yeah, I did want to um, talk about that a little bit because the reason that we've come onto each other's journeys is through long COVID yeah. um, and to hear you talk about your disabilities and how you've kind of accepted those um is a real challenge for me because I am struggling to accept, accept that I'm different to who I was um and I think again seeing all the art that you've produced really helps me and I've been writing a lot more poetry to help me kind of accept where I am but in those kind of terms um acceptance is tough isn't it it's really tough and I want to wave the flag that I spent a year when I first became disabled. I couldn't leave the house, didn't leave the house, didn't know my value. And I went and sought counselling right. to remind myself that I had a value, that I was important to my family, I was important to my community, yeah. that I had a place in this world. So I've, I've come to Long Covid already having done the work, having made the journey. Yes. Yeah. So it's easier. So don't, I want everybody who becomes disabled or becomes ill or has long COVID to just take a breath and remember it is a journey. It'll take time. It's grief. Yeah. And as you journey through that, creativity can help no end. Yeah. And you will find your value again. You come to accept 
that your place is exactly where you're meant to be and it isn't smaller it's just different yeah thank you yeah I'll take a short moment now and then a long moment later on to process <laughs> that but I think it's really important um I don't know if you've ever read a book called Hind's Feet on High Places um but it's a, an incredible story it's an allegory really of life and um it's this shepherdess and she's um she's very fearful of everything um, and in the end she's given a new name by the shepherd and it's acceptance with joy um, and it's something that I strive for I think to have this acceptance with with joy and it feels like um, you've you've been as you said you've been on that journey and you've come to that place or you have been to that place many times before is that a kind of would that be fair to say do you think absolutely and I, I occasionally slip off the top rung oh yeah 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 <laughs> but yes acceptance with joy it's a beautiful thing it's the, the killer of joy is when we oh long covid brain honestly mm -hmm. the, the killer of joy is when we judge ourselves yeah when we can just accept that we are as we are exactly as we're made we can't do a thing about it yeah. then we can find the joy in the blackbird song or the light shining through a tree or our teenager actually speaking to us rather than ignoring us <laughs> yes I've got a nine-year-old and he's uh yeah he's becoming <laughs> so that's an interesting one in itself um uh maybe leads us on to accepting um other people um because that's also an interesting one isn't it um finding the the value in other people even if they're not behaving or doing exactly <laughs> what we would like them to do and I try and remember my my key to this is that I remember if somebody is behaving in a way that doesn't feel quite right probably they're going through something I know nothing about and that's leaking out through their behavior yeah and that's a great and that way helps to see me it. accept people <laughs> yes yeah because I mean it, it it's true isn't it we don't know what what is going on in, in, in people's lives. Um, yeah. and, it, it, and it goes back to that judgment. It's very easy to judge because we're often comparing them to our behavior and, oh, I wouldn't do that. So I'm not going to accept it. But actually, um, you know, people react in, in different ways. And, uh, yeah. and we can all act badly when we're under stress. Or oh, we're, sure. I mean, I, I, or maybe you don't, but I do. Oh, no, 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 I do. <laughs> Yes, definitely. I um, I said a swear word the other day, and my brother-in-law was absolutely shocked. And I was like, "Oh goodness me!" Really, get to know me a bit better. I worked on building sites. Uh, my language is flowery when it wants to be. <laughs> do, you, do you mean creative, Emma? Is that what you mean? <laughs> I think it's a bit beyond creative myself. <laughs> oh, wonderful! Um, another one of the poems. Um that you've shared with me before is from a study that we've been doing called learning to love ourselves um now i'm not going to go into that in great detail because it's incredibly complex um but there was a poem that came out of it um that i'd like you to read about the the committing to yourself would you read that okay. one for us please i will yes Thank you. so this is inspired by uh, jonathan puddle's book you are enough yeah I always felt hopeless, useless, 
less than, a failure. I always thought God didn't really like me, that no one really liked me, and that deep down inside I was damaged and dirty. Then God reminded me that I'm worthy and lovely. I'm never on my own. God is with me. I can now open my memory safely. It's okay to rant, to release the pain healthily. Now at last I accept the truth that I am good enough to be loved completely as me. I've accepted me. Just wonderful. Um, please put that on the show notes because I think it's one of those things that I'm seeing it more and more in posts where people say, read this, now read it again. <laughs> and it's that, isn't it? It's yeah. that how deeply are you going to let that sink in? Um, and, you know. It's cathartic to write. Yes. This is how I have felt, or this is how I do feel. Yes. But this is how I can feel. Yes, absolutely. Rather than pretending we don't have these hard thoughts, because we do. And if we don't speak them, then my experience is they speak on our shoulder and in the big back of our heads. Yeah. Whereas when I write them down, they lose their power. Yeah. Yeah, I often think this is the rawest form of confession. You know, confession is just about saying it out yeah. loud, breaking the power of it. Yeah. Um, and and accepting it yeah because I think often when we talk about acceptance uh we feel like it's all the positive you know it's all the positive things but actually acceptance is really about all the difficult things because you often don't think about accepting positive things do you you don't no. you don't think about Emma you must accept um I don't know I can't think so I will leave that train of thought there. People say, you must accept you're an artist. And I'm like, oh, that's really yes. difficult. Yes. But I can accept that it was wrong to say I can't draw. Perfect. Yeah, that's a, re yeah, that's a really good example. Um, so, so much to think about um, and kind of unpack. Um, as I said to those people listening, the challenge is what is your creativity and how are you going to use it to um, bring yourself to an acceptance either of, of how important and valued you are or maybe something that you're going through at the moment? Um, and as we said, if you want to um, pop on some dark glasses, go into a dark room and do some um, painting or colouring or writing or anything, we'd love to see the results of that. That would be fantastic. Um, Emma, we come to the part of the podcast where I now write um, a poem. I have realised quite early on that nothing rhymes with acceptance, which I'll have to accept. <laughs> and I know poetry isn't about rhyming, but I just find that that's my kind of anchoring point. Yes. Yeah. And this will be an interesting one. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll just give myself a few minutes and... Uh, Acceptance, a song, a dance around something that may be difficult, a challenge, a moment that you didn't expect and yet must accept. Be creative, think wide, think high, 
think strong. It won't be long until something clicks, something in the mix that makes you think, yeah, I can accept this. This is part of who I am for now. There you go. We did find oh. something to rhyme with accept. That Perfect. Was, I love that was that. unexpected. I look forward to, I'll read that again and again. I look forward to processing that. Yeah, I'll make sure I send it to you. Emma, this has been a, a joy. What I love the most is it's not an interview where I then never see you again. I know that I will see you in 15 minutes time exactly. with another poem. And I love that. <laughs> it is fab. Thank you for making it so easy to have a chat. <laughs> oh, you're so welcome. Um, yeah, thank you very much and goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Raise podcast. We hope you feel raised and inspired by this episode. Whilst we're not offering face-to-face -face classes currently, we are doing online singing lessons where you can have your voice raised as well as your confidence. If you would like to find out more, please visit our website at www.raiseforall.com or find us on social media on either our Facebook or Instagram page. Take care.